And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's marvelous, monumental, most fascinating, massively mind-bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds and draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. In fact, it's Fun Day Monday. Just remember that. First, we will give back everything. This is one of the texts that we're going to review in Nehemiah. We will give back everything. Let me explain something to you that's super duper important. I want to make a statement that's so rare. I'm not sure it's uh, really been made on uh, on radio before. Not all money is good money. Period. Not all riches are promising riches. Sometimes the way to handle the sin of taking advantage of somebody is to bring full restitution. Like Zacchaeus did, who took people from people more than he should have, he did things he was not supposed to do. He took more than he was supposed to, and he made full restitution. And that's how we know that salvation came to his house. Next, failing to keep promises that we've committed to God is about as dumb as we can get. This is why Jesus said, do not swear by heaven, not our home, or earth, not our planet. So let's have our yeses and our noes be good enough. Let's not need to back them up. And finally, and here is a fantastic result of being true to your word. Listen to this. When we are true to our word, people praise the Lord. I know of a guy who committed to helping someone move. No one else showed up but that guy. Unfortunately, this guy had gotten sick from bad food and spent part of the morning in the commode. But he gave his word to help, and he wouldn't go home until it was finished. Again, no one else kept their word in this Nehemiah text, and no one kept their word in this guy's situation. The result is praise being delivered to our Heavenly Father because somebody was true to the word. It seems goofy, but it's not goofy to God. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Well, some of them anyway. Spiritual observations. My life's insanity is an OAV. OAV. <laughs> this is how you know I'm spending too much time with you Gentiles. OAV. Wow! Oy vey, I meant to say. And so much more. Remember, here's the thing that we're doing. We're asking you to reach out to us, to respond to us. We want to know what you think. Now, you can email us during the show. A lot of people don't, but people feel safer sometimes sending an email, and you're welcome to do that. David at hemustincrease.org. Again, not Captain Crunch at hemustincrease.org. Just David at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
I don't know if extra rates apply for you. You can also call in 972-445-0770. When you call in 972-445-0770, it's like getting the entire collection of Mel Brooks movies for free. Because you'll be talking to Captain Chris, and then you will be... I like that one. That's a good one right there. Here's the key to remember. We're going to talk about this. Just remember, it's not professional radio. I mean, come on. You listen to me? I can't even I can't even read my introduction that I've read 700 times on this show and 1,300 times in San Diego. Can't even do it. Just like... But I do the best I can, and we hope it's good for you. Some people are like, well, who do you think you are? Here's my response. I'm nobody. What I say and think and do means nothing. But God, what he has to say, nah, that's different. All right? Now, you might have an opinion, a thought, a thought, a comment, a question. You might have anything going on uh, like I do in my mind thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> Here's the bottom line. You can reach out to us. You can bring that to us. It can be a praise report. It can be a prayer request. It can be any kind of question. Even our good friend Sergio had a good question. Great question. I love questions like that. And I love it when people are trying to find their way in closer and recognizing what's going on. All I know is the closer I get to the Lord, the more I recognize, yikes, I needed saving. And I figure that out more and more every day. Here's your first trivia question. Who was Solomon's mom? That's right. Who was Solomon's mom? Okay. That's the simple trivia question. If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. Uh, you call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can send an email, David at he must increase.org. In the meantime, I will give you a couple of uh, up updates. <laughs> updates. <laughs> I'm just really having it today. You know the fun problem. Monday. Yeah, it is funny, but I'll tell you what happened is I just spent I spent hours working on some of this stuff. And then I sent my professor an email. I'm just telling everybody. I sent my professor an email and he responded and I had to send him a, 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 another email going, okay, what you just said was wrong based on what you said, and then I quoted it. And then I felt bad because I quoted him on his own words, and he was like, oh, yeah, you're right, you know. And see, right there, that lowered my grade five points. <laughs> it's just like one of those things. Uh, what are you going to do? All right, we got to pray for Ukraine because we committed to do that, and we want to make sure we do that. We're going to do that. I need you to pray for my schooling so that I don't go because I'm kind of close. And then uh, also uh, make sure to be aware that uh, you be patient. Check out the website in regards to some of the new things that we did put on there. We did put a free uh, gift up there. But let's pray for Ukraine, then we'll get into the teaching real quick. Okay? Father, we come before you right now, and at this point, it's it's uh, there's so much tragedy and so much loss, and it's disgusting. And it's disgusting. The result of sin is disgusting in this world, and mankind has no ability really to— be humble enough just to you know stop. And so we pray that your peace, the peace that passes all understanding, could invade this situation. I don't care what the press says. I don't care what the politicians say. I just don't even care. I just wish, Lord, I pray, everybody collectively prays, you would just bring this to closure and that your name would be glorified in it. That's what we pray in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Okay, and don't forget while you're praying for the body, for the people in your fellowship, plus the people that listen to this radio show, we're praying uh, this year for a lot of recovery, whether it's health or financial or relationship-oriented, just recovery is what we're looking for. Okay? Okay. All right. Let's get into Nehemiah. Ready? Ready? Okay. We may have to go an extra minute because of how this is going to break down. All right, so we're in Nehemiah chapter 5, and we just talked last week about how the, the rich people were oppressing the poor people. That's what was going on, so I'm going to pick it up from there. Here's what Nehemiah says. How often must we redeem them? And they had nothing to say in their defense. Then I pressed further. What you are doing is not right. Should you not walk in the fear of our God in order to avoid being mocked? by enemy nations. Wow. Let's just listen to that. Just take a second. Listen to what he's saying. Shouldn't you walk in the fear of God so that people don't think of Israel poorly? Shouldn't Christians walk in such a way as to distinguish themselves from the world and be in such of a relationship with the Lord where people don't think poorly about Christian faith? Oh, I know there'll always be mockers and liars. Don't worry about that. I'm talking about the genuine people. And what the, the leaders in Israel were doing is they were taking advantage of the poor. They were taking advantage of the people that were in worse situations than they were. Lest you ever tell me about all the different systems of man being uh, better than other systems of man, I will tell you now that socialism and capitalism both take advantage of poor people. What you say? It's it's ludicrous and people socialist people no they don't mean they don't use them as props baloney okay everybody knows they do it's like come on it's like somebody just call it what it is and what it is is just the sinfulness of man and people not walking in the fear of God walk in the fear of the Lord that fear is an awe a respect a reverence even in times of judgment there should be a little bit of shudder there because when the Lord comes and he starts blasting things and it's, it's over it ain't going to be a moment for everything is just like ooh it's all songs it's like boy there's going to be a couple of moments there where we all stand before the throne we're not going to stand there for salvation but you're still going to have your works tested by fire like yikes some of them will burn up yikes right and then here's what uh, nehemiah says i myself as well as my brothers and workers have been leading the lending the people money and grain but now let us stop this business of loans you must restore their fields vineyards olive groves and homes uh, homes to them this very day repay the interest you charge over their money grain wine and olive oil this is the nicest way for a man of god to say you charge them all this kind of extra money that you shouldn't have you got all that money return that money because that money is not good money and i stand by the statement people are like what not all money is good money. When you get money from ill-gotten gains, when you get finances from things that you're not supposed to, when you take advantage of people and you receive from that, the Lord is not pleased. And if you think he blessed you because you robbed somebody, you're nuts. How about that? <gasps> you can't say that, Dave. Just did. Here's the trivia question. Who was Solomon's mom? Do we know who Solomon's mom was? Bathsheba, that's the answer. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. I will 
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Do you think it's been, organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders? Well, (laughs) I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. And, uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And, And nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the, to me, what, what makes servant leadership work is this. Most leaders put themselves first before their people. And so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading. What's in it for me? Uh, I, I travel internationally with my uh, company, Equip. And, and uh, in fact, I'll, I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala. In fact, I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala. And when I'm, when I'm with these leaders alone, David... Alone, I mean, no, no handlers, no media, nothing, but just alone. The question I ask them, which is, I think, the true servant leadership question is, will the people be at, better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And, and I think that's, and, and when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to ask you a very tricky trivia question. Actually, there'll be two in a row, so you can play the horn. I think that'd be appropriate. True or false... True or false, King David was known as the wisest man in all of Israel. True or false, if you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can send an email to david 
at he must increase.org. We're going to get to the joke in just a second. I just want to say something about that John Maxwell thing. I, there's just something about John Maxwell when he talks. Now, uh, Noel worked for Ken Blanchard, so he's kind of a big motivation guy and you know all those kind of people. But John Maxwell said one thing, and the reason I brought that clip into a fill position is he said something that makes me think about this show. He said, will they be better off when you're done? And it's like I think about that for the show. Like, will everybody who's listened to it be better off when we're done? That's the only thing. It's like, wow. And that's a challenge because some of you won't be. <laughs> some of you will be like, I would never, wish I'd never heard that guy. But what I'm saying is I love that kind of thinking because it's like, yeah, am I doing something that's helpful for people? Is this really going to help? And when I'm done, did it help them? I just love that. So I was telling that to Chris. And I have my moments. These kind of things. All right, uh, trivia question, back to it again. True or false, King David was known as the wisest man in all of Israel. True or false, King David was known as the wisest man in all of Israel. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can also send, a, also send an email, david, at he must increase. Dot org. Ready for my joke? Ready? Okay. Short one. Short one. Ready? Short? Okay. As the substitute preacher was greeting the congregation, he made the statement, you know, a substitute preacher is like a piece of cardboard in a broken window. Listen to that. A substitute preacher is like a piece of cardboard in a broken window. He fills the space, but after all, he's not the real glass. He then proceeded with his sermon. After the service, a lady approached him, trying to pay him a compliment by saying, you weren't a replacement at all. You were a real pain. <laughs> Come on! That's good, right? Okay. Monday, fun day. Fun day, Monday. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? All right, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Samson. Hey, brother. How are you? Very good. Awesome. All right. Now, when you answer this, you have to... You, I, I, I'm asking you to give me a forward, direct, tell me if you know... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving you the hardest time, aren't I? That was so nice of me. I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you jazz. And by say, by saying jazz, I'm not cutting down jazz. Except I don't oh, get no, it. No, no. Uh, okay. True or false? King David was known as the wisest man in all of Israel. A false. That is correct. Not even close. Yeah. He was a man who loved the Lord, but that did not necessarily make him the brightest star in the sky would be the nicest way to put that. He did a lot of great stuff, but not always the best stuff, did he? How are you doing, brother? How are things going for you? Good. I mean, I'm just dealing with one of my regrets, so like, I'm just praying, Lord, to, to free me from that or show me what I need to do. Okay. You, uh, ha you having something that's bugging you that you just can't figure out, or is it something that's gnawing at you that you're kind of struggling with? Well, I know the mistake I made. It. I mean, it's not about uh, any sin or any anything, but it's, there's something that uh, uh, 
I did. I should have done that 10 years ago, but I didn't did. And now I'm just regret. I wish I could have, you know, yep. I, I could have finished my uh, doctorate five years ago, but I haven't enrolled it. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, here's the, so, th- here's the only thing I'll tell you that, that I just, the one thing I, I believe about you, and I, I personally never would have done certain things. Uh, in my life or would change like people say oh would you change anything Pfft, yeah everything I mean because I'm not an idiot of course I would because if the Lord gave me a second second but what I do take comfort in is I the one thing I wouldn't change and the one thing I know you would never change is your desire to please the Lord and to be close to the Lord and that my brother that's the gift of gold that God gave you that can never be taken from you and that you can't even tarnish even when you do the mess ups he loves you so, and you love him so. That's just the greatest thing there is. There's nothing yeah. better than that. Yeah, T- to be honest, that's the only thing that's sustaining me in in my uh, thought life when I think about that mistake. So Yeah, I got uh, you. So I'm just asking Lord to just—I don't want to feel regret anymore. Yep. I know that mistake was made made but i know that you are the redeemer and i know that you love me and i love you and you are my lord and savior and i'm gonna depend on you so help me to move on so not to dwell on that thought well let's pray about that let's do that right now together let's do it sure father we come before you right now we lift up our precious brother to you your precious son whom you love you love him and lord I don't know one person I've ever met that that didn't think could have done that better, should have done that better, would have done that better. But, Lord, this one thing we do, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing forward to the things which are before us. And one thing we know is that even when we have the wrong path or the wrong direction, that you will redirect our steps as we call upon you. And if it was that important, Lord, you would have knocked him off his donkey and blinded him and said, you're going this way. But instead, Lord, you let him get a little room there. He did a little few things in directions that he wasn't sure about. Doesn't matter. That was then. This is now. He lets that go into your hands and looks to you, not just as the God of the past and the present, but the God of the future. And around that corner, you will be there with arms open wide and not disappointed in him as a child. Let him hold on to that truth and believe your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Can I use one second yes. to say a, a quick joke? Yes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. There was a worship leader who was trying to write one night. He was trying to write a song, but it was very, very difficult for him to coming up with a song. But he felt very urged that he should be writing uh, a lyrics and composing a music. But it wasn't happening, and he was so frustrated. And suddenly he started l- hearing some kind of uh, music, and then he said, is that really you, God? And then he started looking, and then he saw his printer. A uh, printer was making that noise, uh, and then he started looking his printer, and the reason printer was making noise because all the papers were jamming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, they were jamming, making noise, making the music. They were jamming. You're killing me. You know you're killing me, right? Okay. I, I love you, brother. I'm not as, as expert or as elegant as Dr. David Spoon is because I haven't done my doctorate. 
Yeah. You keep telling jokes like that. The only doctor you're going to see is the doctor when he gives you two aspirins because that is bad stuff right there. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you, brother. I right. love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So sometimes the shows, they roll this way. You might as well just deal with it. Uh, people are like, well, I expect teaching. Yeah, well, I expected $60 trillion when I became a Christian, and that didn't happen either. So uh, here's what I would say to you. I would say this. Some of us, and I think that what Samson did is a great, uh, great moment to take for most of us. There are things that you have done. We actually started the show with this, which is a kind of an ironic sense, that there are things that have happened, the decisions we've made, and things that we have done that we wish we could have done or you know could have done better. Here's the deal. You can tell whether you're walking in bitterness or in faith by just saying this. If you keep saying, if only God would have, if only I would have, if only this person would have, that's all walking in the past, and there's bitterness kind of connected to that. What we should be saying is next time we will, next time this comes about, I'll do it this way. Because when you're doing that, you're looking forward. Now, I'm not trying to make a play on words. I'm really trying to make a point. And that is you can look backwards so much that it does affect how you walk forward. I mean, it's just a fact that people do a lot of that. And if you've made mistakes and there's not a single mistake you've ever made that God said, oh, I didn't see that, the Lord knows. And the Lord has mercy and grace and kindness and love. And here's the thing that escapes people. God knew you were going to make that mistake and chose you anyway, which is all you got to know. He knew you that ain't going to go well. Chose you anyway. I just you think about that guy on uh, hanging next to Jesus on the cross, and he's like, "Just remember me, Lord." I'm pretty sure that guy wasn't thinking, "Yeah, I had a really good life until I did this one bad thing, and now I'm dying for it." Hey, remember me? Yes. I don't think that's what's going on at all. And that guy did a lot of stuff that was bad. Ended up in for, with a death sentence. He looked to the Lord and said, "Remember me," and the Lord said, "You got it. I got you covered." Because this day you'll be with me in paradise. Like, yeah, that. That's the Christian faith. Don't tell me about all the meetings and everything else. That guy next to Jesus on the cross calling out, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That guy. Take me with you where you're going now, Lord. That's ah, different. All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. On God, Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Get up! And the expression of faith and the results of that expression of faith and that, and, and Jairus responding to ignoring what they had to say, not being afraid, having just a little bit of faith, the results were astonishing. 
astonishment that God's workings were so clearly manifest. But I will say this, and I, I don't have any problem saying this. Sometimes you got to just change the atmosphere. And you, oh, that's not that's not biblical. Jesus kicked them out because they were all naysayers. That's not a that's not a promotion of positive thinking and positive saying. It is a promotion of you're either going to have faith or if you're going to have fear, go over in the other room, get out, because we need people to have faith. So he clears the air. They make he makes this bold proclamation. She gets up and watch this. This is something that I, I'm telling you. I'm getting this as I'm telling you how Jesus not just raises her dead, but then he's ministering to her afterwards. It's not over. The miracle's done. Jesus has gone off on the white horse and is never coming back. He's having her taken care of after she's raised from the dead. He keeps going because Jesus cares about how we're doing. It's not a one and done. That's the old. That's the old uh, uh, evangelist thing. You you blow into town. You blow in. You blow up. You blow out. <laughs> it's like, that's not how Jesus did it. He stuck around. He helped. And the parents and the disciples. Can you imagine the amazement? I think the disciples had a little bit more prep, right? Hanging out with Jesus a little, right? But could you imagine Jairus and his wife going, "Okay, what just happened?" Your life changed. That's what just happened. It'll never be the same. You'll never be able to deny deny that Jesus Christ completely rearranged your entire universe. There's some of you out there, you need him to do that. You need to change your atmosphere. You need to you need to ignore what other people are saying. You need to stand firm in your faith. You need to stop being afraid, stop being immobilized, and you need to clear the air and trust and believe God for an incredible miracle that will change life. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where I was sending a text to Joy and then sent it to Ginny. And then I sent Ginny, the, and then I spelled the voice recognition, got her name wrong, which I, I mean, the spelling wrong. And it's just like, okay. So what do you do when you're a Christian and you have stuff like that happen? You smile. The Lord knows you're doing what you can do. I mean, just take a deep breath. <sighs> All right, here's your trivia question. So we just did this on this one with David, right? Okay, so then where do you think we're going to go next? True or false, King Solomon was known for his skills in constructing multitudes of psalms. <laughs> Not a few psalms, multitudes. <laughs> there you go. That's all I'm going to give you. Uh, if you think you know the answer, you can text in 972-445-0770. And we're talking in general. You think psalms, who wrote the psalms? Proverbs, who wrote the proverbs? Try not to split hairs. Because I'm, I'm feeling that maybe a good friend Steve's going to call and tell you, well, you know, he did write something. It's like, I know. Okay. Uh, text 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at org. 
Uh, also, I'm going to send you to the website because I'm supposed to do that, and I forgot about that. Here's the thing about the website. We added a free gift. If you haven't been to the website, go. It's worth it. There's a free gift on there. I promise you it's worth it. When you go on the website, the very top right. Now, I did notice something on my phone. I went to the website today, and my phone said something about the site being weird. There's nothing weird about it. It's just uh, under its typical normal attacky kind of stuff. You don't have to put your email in. You don't have to put your name in. Nobody gets your information. It's not like that. Nothing like that. So uh, we'll just find out what's going on, get our security people on it, and see if they can take care of it. But there is a free gift on there. You also can do your praise reports and your prayer requests on there if you want to. And it's a place to give, and it's safe. We've never had a single problem ever in three years. We're never gonna have. We're not gonna have a problem. If there's any problems, we make sure to get you taken care of. Uh, we haven't had to do that yet once, so that's good. Here's the bottom line: Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request: hemustincrease.org. Praise report: hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? hemustincrease.org. hemustincrease.org. See, now, after you do that one, see, you do that one that has all of them, and then you do that one, we need to mix it up and stuff. You need to, you need to spend a few minutes and add some, you know. You know, you need to add a few things. To, because now that sounds so thin. It sounds so weak compared to the one you did. I'm sorry. I'll try harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need that to be done right away sometime between now and 2,300. <laughs> it's kind of a tight deadline. I don't know if I can I don't know. It. It's a long time. <laughs> I, I feel you can get this done. Uh, true or false, King Solomon was mostly well-known for his skills in constructing psalms. True or false? Uh, 972-445-0770 to call in, 214-210-8483. If you want to text in, and David, he must increase.org. And most of you are going, what's wrong with him today? No, no, no. I took all my medicine. I'm not sure. I took a shower, got the dogs taken care of. I don't know. All right. Ready for history? Okay, let's do history. Let's go living in the past. Let's go living in the past. All right, there's a couple of cool things on this one. Uh, this is a shout-out for Aunt Deb, although I'm not sure she's listening today, but it's Respect Your Cat Day. So I don't know. I don't know. Respect your cat? Are you supposed to respect your cat? I'm not Does that mean over. the rest of the year is don't respect yeah, your cat? Yeah, I think so. I think that's really a one day a thing, one day a year kind of thing. Uh, it's something on a stick day. Now, I don't know if that's a corn dog. I just assume it's corn dog. And I'll tell you why in a second. It's Black Black Forest Cake Day, which is like, yeah, okay. The word cake is in it. <laughs> okay. And then it's Eat an Eskimo Pie Day. That's on a stick, right? Uh, Eskimo pie is on a. Well, they have those. Uh, f- Never mind. You know what they have now? They have Eskimo pies that have like Reese's in it and stuff like that. Have you had those? Those are good. I should stop talking. Uh, let's see. 1910, I say the first seaplane takes off from a water runway on this day in 1910. Uh, let's see. Uh, on this day. Some people might want to be aware of this. 1979, a radiation leak occurred at Three Mile Island Nuclear Plant in the U.S. Uh, in the U.S. nuclear reactor number two on Three Mile Island. The generating station had a partial meltdown. The movie. Did you ever see the movie China Syndrome? 
that premiered 12 days earlier. And I don't know. I always get weird and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. And in 1881, Barnum and Bailey's Circus. Barnum and Bailey's Circus was formed with P.T. Barnum. Do you know what he was? Uh, it was one of his, it was later changed. It was called P.T. Barnum's Greatest Show on Earth, and then it was changed to Barnum and Bailey's Circus. Do you know what his most famous line was? There's a sucker born every minute. <laughs> That's what's, sorry. I'm not him. I didn't write. Okay. Back to the text. We're going to do some teaching. Here, uh, this is in Nehemiah chapter 5. We're picking it up uh, right at uh, oh, pretty much a verse uh, 12. It says, we will give – this is when, when – when Nehemiah confronted the, the rich people who were taking advantage of the poor people, and they were taking advantage. Don't talk to me about you know isms from humanity. They were taking advantage. They were charging him interest, and, and, and Nehemiah was just jumping on their throat and going, this is wrong. You guys are doing wrong. The Lord's going to judge you. So they said, we will give everything back uh, and demand nothing more from the people. We'll do as you say. Then I called the priests and made the nobles and officials formally vow— to do what they had promised. I shook out the fold of my robe and said, if you fail to keep your promise, may God shake you from your homes and from your property. So people are like, well, when Jesus said don't make a vow, what Jesus was saying was let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Don't try and make a promise behind it because it shows that your commitment is weak. In this case, they were making a vow to the nation before all of the people and the man of God saying, we're going to give it back. We're going to do what's right. We're going to function this way because we can recognize that we've been doing wrong. Failing to keep a commitment that you've made to the Lord is a bad idea. Okay? If you're not going to keep the commitment, here's a thought. Don't make it. <laughs> Why would you? In other words, don't make something, don't make a commitment to the Lord and then fail to do it. And what Nehemiah did is, it's, a, it's not a rarity. It's certainly a rarity in the New Testament. It's not a rarity in general. He just said, if you don't do this, God's going to rip you to shreds. It's like, wow. I'd just like to be there at that moment. Like, wow. I mean, he's literally telling them, you have made this commitment to make this right. We're already a stench in the in other nations' eyes. We're not behaving the way we should be. We're not living in the fear of God, which is dumb. It's just dumb. Even I, I will say this. I mean, I love our country. I love America. Our leaders don't operate in the fear of God. They're stupid. You think that's evil speak. It's not evil when it's true. And what's true is they're stupid. They're not following the fear of the Lord. What is wrong with you people? Don't you realize what you're going to do? You're going to bring disaster on us. That's bad, right? That's just a bad thing. We need to all operate in the fear of the Lord, and that's why I'm really much more convinced that prayer is much more powerful than people think, and that we ought to be praying for our leaders, whether you like them or not, not to be swallowed up into a hole, okay? Christians, stop praying that, but that God will influence them, and his will will be manifest in their lives, and that his purposes will be accomplished. That's what we should be praying. So that the, the plan of God, the will of God, the purposes of God, that that can be done. I, I, I weep. So I said something to Noah the other day. I'll just share with you. We were talking, and uh, she asked me a, a question. 
I said, oh, well, this is the latest thing that I'm aware of that's going on. And you know what? She said, without even blinking, she just goes, I hate politics. <laughs> she said, didn't even just, I hate politics. Because it's gamemanship. You think, well, there's got to be some people that are serving. Yeah, but they don't get covered in the news, do they? <laughs> Others, the people that make listen to listen to how media works. If it bleeds, it leads. That's the way that media functions. If it's a problem, if it's a controversy, put that on first, right? I mean, I was I I did a quick perusal. Oh, I'll just come to this. So I did a quick perusal of the news before I, uh, you know, got into the station to see make sure what's going on. And I expected the fr- the front headline of three or four different. I use different ones, okay? D- different. I don't use any one single anything. And I expected it to be about Ukraine because if something goes wrong, there's going to be a nuclear war. <laughs> so I would think that's probably pretty important. On every one of the headlines, it was about something that happened last night in on the on the whatever show, whatever I don't know the the the, the you know Larry Moe and Curly show, whatever. Who cares? I can't say this enough. Who cares? We got nukes there. That's the headline. You see, do you see how disruptive and incorrect that is? You have a headline about people that are narcissistic because they're narcissistic. And so then they talk about people that are narcissistic. We need to be praying for our nation. We need to be fasting for our nation. We need to be praying for our leaders that people have the right heart and the right spirit. I have no idea why we're going on this road today, but we are. And this is the, the truth. Our nation, our leaders need to walk in the fear of the Lord. The answer, true or false, King Solomon was known, mostly known for his skills in constructing psalms. False! He was known for his proverbs, though. Uh, King David was known for the psalms. We'll take our break and come back and try to finish. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Here is a DDD uh, entitled Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. Uh, stop. There it is. So Saul watched David jealously. From that day forward, how do we see people in our lives? Saul saw David through jealous glasses. He put on these glasses. They weren't the ones from the Lord, right? They were glasses that had much more flesh in them, and then everything was tainted, this is what happens to you and I, and let's just do the honest, you know, those honest moments where we put on our glasses regarding regarding some people because almost every time we get a communication from them, there's just something coming that's just low. This is going to be lousy. I haven't even opened it. I'm already dreading it, right? Have you ever gone through that, right? Or every time this person texts me, I'm not smiling after I read it or something along those lines. And it could be somebody who, you know, has got a spirit of complaining. It could be somebody that's got a, a spirit of pride. It could be any of those things, right? And you're just like going, oy vey, 
right? But you're not saying it much, but you know how you're seeing it, and that's custom glasses. You've already put the glasses on. You've already determined how it's going to be. You're already seeing it through that slant. It's not that they've never done anything. It's just that you and I tend to stay in those zones and see people that way. And so no matter what was going to happen with Saul and King Saul and David, David was going to impute evil motives to Saul's actions. I've gone through this with a professor. I'm just confessing, right? I had a professor uh, before we started the radio show, and my buddy in the, in the process was a pastor, was my like a schoolmate, and he would write me and go, What's, why does she you know, jump on you like that? I mean, he was asking me. Right? And I'm like, every time this, <laughs> this statement, I, I just and I just and instead of having any kind of change of heart or mercy, I was I was mad. But my anger did not work the righteousness of God. And sometimes people do that because of other reasons. It's not because of you. And we need to do a better job of not wearing custom glasses where we see the downside on people. So the question to ask is what kind of glasses do we use with others and are those glasses approved prescription glasses from God? Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where it is obvious that I have lost my mind. Okay? All right. Just let you know, Captain Chris filled me in on what happened yesterday, I guess, during the show or whatever. So now I'm up to speed on that i suppose um here is the bottom line this is one of the reasons why by the way just so you can know this is one of the reasons that i stray a little bit away from politics is because when i start talking about politics this is this is the thing i get more amazed just bear with me more amazed at how insane it all is you're just sitting there going what what and i just i can't come to grips uh, not with I can't do it because I, I I did it for years. It just is so like it's a simple solution on on everything across the board. Fear God. <laughs> Two words can solve all of our country's problems. Fear God. Next, okay. Next problem. Why don't they have more buffets? I don't know. We'll have to work on that. Uh, here's your trivia question, and we do have somebody calling in. Trivia question is this. During So we already did which king wanted to build the temple. Now we're doing this one. During the reign of which king of Israel was the temple built? During the reign of which king was the temple built? If you think you know, you can respond by calling in. We do have somebody calling in. 972-445-0770. 214-210-8483. That's the number to text. And then the David at hemustincrease.org. That would be the email. So who who was the king when the temple was being built? Like that little high pitch? When? when? Okay, we ready? All right. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Joy Ann. It's so good to hear your voice. <laughs> Hi, Joy Ann. How are you? 
I'm fine. Aww. You know why it's so good to hear your voice? Why? Be- because we might not hear it for about a week. We're going to be in the mountains. <laughs> but you're going to the mountains. That's cool. We'll miss you. Yeah, to the Big Bend Mountains. My uh, twin sister and I, Cordelia, Cordelia's never been, and I have been wanting her to see that. It's so glorious down there in West Texas. So I'm calling to ask for a prayer. But did I miss a um, trivia question? I've been busy getting ready to pack up and hit the road. All right, here's your <laughs> here's your trivia question. I feel like you can get this, okay? So get ready. Okay. During, okay. during the rain... Of which king of Israel was the temple built? Oh, Solomon, King that, Solomon. That is correct, Amanda! <laughs> Good job. See that on the spot. She's a trivia answer on the spot. One of the top trivia responders we have. All right. Thank you. All right. So you guys are going to be gone for a week. You just you want safety for prayer for safety yes. and for uh, just a refreshing. Yes, and and I will say this, our wonderful nephew, who's a pilot, he's going, so we feel protected, you know, having a man. Normally, I go with my wonderful husband, Sam the Man, but I think the audience knows there's a little bit of sorrow and trial in our marriage, some separation, so keep praying for my marriage. But my wonderful nephew, he is so um, travel savvy, so we are going to meet up with him in Fredericksburg, and then head on down to the Big Band, and I'm going to get my hiking boots on. And and we're going to show Cordelia all the glorious things that we have seen for years. Stan and I have loved hiking that area, so now Cordelia gets to see it. But please pray, because I'm not used to driving long distances like that, that um, we'll be alert, and we'll listen to wonderful Christian podcasts. We may even be able to find your your podcast on the road. There you so go. Let's you. let's Thanks pray for your prayers. Can we pray over you right now? Yes. Oh, I'd love that, David. Thank you. Let's do it, Father. We lift up our dear sisters to you and their uh, situation with the traveling and uh, getting together with family. And we are just asking, Lord. We're just keeping it super easy, Lord. Bless them. Let them be able to just go. Ah, this was great. This was great. This was wonderful. Bless them in such a way as for it to be memorable and strengthening between themselves, between them and you. Let this be a great, safe, wonderful, effective, refreshing time that you coordinate with them and bless them through and let them share that joy with others. We pray this to your glory and honor, Lord, and pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, David. And we we will share photos, and we'll keep praying for the audience and for you, our dear man, working so hard on that doctorate. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And give our love to your family. Absolutely. Thank you. All appreciate right. you. Appreciate Talking you about too. a week. You got oh, it. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. How nice, right? That's so 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 nice. Uh, so keep in prayer. And that's one of the things I'd like you guys to do. I know it sounds ridiculous or whatever, but, uh, I've been in church for a long time <laughs> and people, they burn out and I'm praying, taking care of it. It's like, you have all these people that need prayer, that need prayer for physical needs. They need prayer for emotional needs, psychological needs, relationship needs. They, they need financial help. They need all of these different realms, and you could be a person that joins them in their struggle and praying for them and caring about them and watching over them. That's what family does. You guys don't, nobody's asking you to be a perfect family, especially on this show. 
<laughs> Last thing you're looking at is perfection. <laughs> it's like I invited you all to a barbecue and forgot the uh, meat. You know, it's like that's kind of what it is. But pray for one another. That's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to be taking care of one another, protecting one another, and watching over one another. I will give you one thing that you don't know, just fun information. Uh, my son contacted me this weekend. So this is the son. So I have one son who lives in Philadelphia, one who lives here in Texas, and a daughter who lives in Tennessee. And uh, the kids uh, went to that basketball game. They had a great time. That's Whenever they got box seats, really nice owner kind of shit seats and so on and so forth. But my other son, Joshua, we moved out here for, uh, they just added a puppy. So they just added a brand new puppy. His name is Max. I don't know how much uh, information I'll be giving you on that or not because I haven't really had a chance to meet him yet. But right now I'm a granddad of another puppy. <laughs> so, well, it's a growing family, isn't it? Okay. All right. All right. Let me go back to the text uh, since we've got the trivia done. We got the history done. We got everything done. This was kind of a offbeat Monday, but so what? That's what makes it fun. Every once in a while, I just, bleh, but it, it is what it is. I mean, tomorrow will be more normal. Whatever that is. I don't even know what normal is. Let's go back to this text. I want to read this from Nehemiah chapter 5. It says this. Uh, this is after uh, Nehemiah challenges them. The whole assembly responded, amen, and they praised the Lord, and the people did as they promised. Okay, that's a good thing. If you make a commitment to somebody, fulfill it. I know of a story of a man. I'm not going to say much about it except for this man was uh, made a commitment to help somebody move, uh, and other people had made commitments. And they, when the time came for the move, the person that went there was sick. And I mean sick, as in like food poisoning sickness. But that person would not go home. Even though they went to the bathroom 20 times, would not go until they helped make the move because they thought it was important to keep their word. Not that they were trying to be legalistic, and that's where I would like to separate that. It's just good to be true to your word because it's a witness. And in that witness that person gave, the Lord was praised because the person wasn't trying to be macho or any of the other stuff, just trying to say, I made a commitment to you. You're counting on that. I want to be there for you. I'm going to do the best that I can, even to my own detriment. Let me help. Oh, no, you're sick. Go home. You're sick. Go home, right? No, 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 no. And and that drew an appreciation. And all I'm saying is when you give your word, when you make that commitment, when you do that, be true to your word. You don't have to be better than your word i mean here's a great saying not just in business but in life under promise and over deliver listen to that saying under promise and over deliver in the context of don't promise the moon and then deliver you know a city if you're going to promise the moon you know if you're going to promise the moon deliver the sun <laughs> that's how you got to do it because that blesses people, that encourages people. And so these people, they all you know, get together, and the whole assembly responded, amen, and they praised the Lord, and the people did as they promised. So they got together. There was an acknowledgment of God in the process that he was in, involved in it. If you, if you commit your word, do your best to fulfill it. If you can't fulfill it, don't legalize, okay? You can ask for forgiveness. Have you ever made a commitment you couldn't keep it? And then you say, I can't, I can't, I can't make this happen. I'm sorry. That's fine. But try to be true to what you say. 
There, there's nothing wrong and everything right with that. Let me just finish off on this one little section. Sorry. Uh, Nehemiah said, neither I nor my officials drew on our official food allowance. There was quite a contrast to the former governors who had laid heavy burdens on the people demanding a daily food, daily ration of food and wine besides a pound of silver. Even their assistance took advantage of the people. But because I feared the God, I did not act. Because I fear God, I did not act that way. The reason that we do our best to walk our best is because of our reverence, our awe, our respect, our appreciation, and even our trembling before the Lord. He's watching every single thing you do. You know when you're in your room by yourself and nobody's around, you have the blankets over you? God knows everything. You know when you're, you think you're in private, you're not in private. God knows every little nuance all the time. Our behavior should be measured by our and, and, and helped structured by our reverent fear of the Lord God Almighty. Because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. You'll be smart about life, fear the Lord properly. That's how you would look at it. Okay? All right. All right. Bizarre but fun show. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.